Hey, Aaron. Have you ever heard of the Hell Correspondence? No. Oh my god. What is it? That's what you look up when you really want to cancel someone. No! Oh man, welcome to the first episode of Appalachian Anime, where we talk about anime while being gay. That's the Jujutsu Kaisen opening. Sorry about that. Wow. That was a misclick. I'm Nathan. I'm Aaron. And we're gay, and we're recording a podcast about anime in Appalachia. Yeah, we live in Tennessee. We do. It's in the title. It is in the title. Yes. You have a one in three shot of guessing which state we are in, if you're get, if you're talking about the Appalachians, I think. Well, the Appalachians go they all do, the way yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, there are many Appalachia do be big, though. Yeah, but we're, like, at the very end of it. Yes, we're on the border of Tennessee, just like Memphis, which means we do not associate with the rest of it. Gosh. (sighs) But um, this is not a show about, primarily about politics. (laughs) It It is not not about politics. Yes. But... It is not directly about politics. I am an original weeb, I like to call it, because I have been watching anime since, like, the wee hours of Adult Swim with the weird episodes of Bleach and Naruto and One Piece. And Nathan's more, like, new age. Yeah, like, I I watched the classics, the Renaissance classics back in the day. Naruto... I watched all of Bleach. I can't believe I did. I really can't. But I can't I actually believe you did. did either. I really I did, did watch all that shit. I watched the full Fulbring arc, unironically. I stopped watching Bleach when they got to their, like, Zanpaktos or, like, people thing. And I was like, <laughs> I gotta go. Arc? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. Man. That was an interesting arc. Everyone swears by that filler arc. They say it's, like, really, really good. But I was not fond of it. I think, isn't it, like confronting your weaknesses or whatever. Basically. That's like how yeah. the battles all go. Yeah. There are some choice fights in there, like, like choreography wise, by the way. I like Rukia's because it's it was Rukia. Yeah, and Rukia. Her, her Zanpakuto thing is so cute. Uh, I'm on a... Okay. <laughs> we are gonna have a Bleach episode eventually. But yeah. I think maybe we should wait until the new anime comes out because they're gonna animate the final arc of Bleach, oh, okay. which is kind of insane. Okay. Honestly, I think the first like twenty episodes of the new Bleach season are gonna be unironically good, <laughs> like okay. unironically. T- yeah. T- 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 After that. After that, it, yeah. it's gonna get a little. Yeah, but first twenty episodes, it'll be choice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, it's only three minutes till. Hold on. Yes, so let's speed run this. Uh, this show, Hell Girl, is about a little girl named I who offers people revenge um, if they go to a website called the Hell Correspondence and input their request at exactly midnight. And there is a real website 
where you can do this. And we are trying to look it up right now to access it. Yes. Oh, gosh. I'm stressing, even though I can set the computer back. We're trying to do it exactly at I'm midnight. I'm trying to do it at exactly midnight. You will be able to hear on the podcast Erin moving her hands across the laptop. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry everyone. That's just gonna happen. It's just gonna have to be how it is. It's part of the charm of the show. Yeah, we're in a closet. Both. Basically. Yeah, just like we were in our youths. Yes. Yeah. Back in the closet. Actions, maybe actions. Maybe I just need to just refresh it when it's hit. Yeah, it refresh hit it. Maybe. It's eleven fifty-nine. Oh man, this is exciting. I want this to work so bad. When I first watched Hellgirl, I was a youngin. Me and my dad went to an anime convention. Yeah. And we saw it on a like the DVD set of the first season on a table at a booth. And it was like $15. Oh my gosh. And we were like, it looks cool. We should we should get it. It's a cool show. My dad's into anime too. Yeah. Aaron's dad is a weeb. Aaron's dad is a weeb and also a boomer. Technically a boomer. Wow. It proves that uh, not all boomers are the worst. Yeah. Just most of them. A lot of them, yeah. Especially nowadays. Oh, oh dang. What do I need to hit? No. What? No. Th- this is the highly engaging content that you are in for when you listen please, to this podcast. Please, please, please. But yeah, so while we wait on that, Hell Girl is about sending people to hell. Because if you go to the hell correspondence and you put in like someone's name that you want to go to hell because you want like revenge on them, like a few days later, if she likes your request enough, I, this little girl, AI, is going to walk up and be like, yo, you can send them to hell and get revenge on them, but you're also going to go to hell. And if you want to do it, pull the red ribbon from this little black doll and then you Mm -hmm. can do it and thus a formula is established (laughs) and stuck to for a good for a good bit of season one it is us learning how i operate and how the gang is yeah and see what people actually go onto the site. I has that speech that she gives that is like oh, yeah. rehearsed. This it's the it's the exact same every time, like tonally and everything. She's like, if you pull this string, you will send your uh the person you want to hell. And then the the person getting the doll always replies like yes and then I interrupts like however <laughs> if you pull the string you will also go to hell. And they're like, oh my god. I think like three or four times, they're in the midst 
of pulling the string when she says, however. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me <laughs> see if I'm on the right thing or not. Wait, what? Did you get it? Um, maybe. I think so. <laughs> wow, turns out some of the scenes in the Hell Girl opening are real places. Wow, that's awesome. Or like inspired by them. Dang. It, are you finding this information on the Hell correspondence? I clicked on this one thing and it was like the real website and then like real places. Of Dang. Okay, it's 11.59 again. <laughs> uh, you reset the clock? Yeah, I reset the clock. Because <laughs> by the time I was like, I don't know if this is it. This is just, yeah. It actually worked. Wow. We got the hell correspondence, guys. Okay. Can we get this in English, perhaps? <laughs> you really want it in English. Let me just type in Ted Cruz. I'm, we're lucky we got. <gasps> Wait, what? What? Whoa! What? Wait, did it exit it automatically? Whoa! Whoa! Hold on! What <laughs> this is, is happening? so crazy. Hot. We what? highly recommend you do this. What is happening? What did it do? Um, it's... It's doing this. <laughs> we met I. Oh my god. What? Wait, what? Is this a movie advertisement? Is that why this website exists? Whoa, hold on. For the Hell Girl movie? Hell Girl movie? We are so off off topic right now. But this is this is what it's gonna be like, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just gonna have to. Deal I guess with it's it. just an, a way for you to go to the fucking ad of this movie. <laughs> it still works. It still works. Yeah, that was crazy. I did not think it the was gonna. The sound do that. effects were amazing. Yeah. Holy um, heck! Wow, that was that was amazing. That was, was that was worth the wait. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I tried to do that when I was younger, and I never got it to work. That was that must have been a cathartic moment for you. Yes, it was like, oh my god, I'm I'm twelve. I think like, as much as I like the overall arc of this show, like like as like I's backstory gets revealed, mm-hmm. and stuff, and like her whole her whole deal, that part is good. There are some good episodes and some bad episodes in this show. Yeah. In season one. We're only talking about season one, by the way. We have not seen any of the other seasons and why will become apparent soon enough. Yes. We have a reason. Yeah. A valid reason that we may recommend to you. Yeah. If you haven't already watched all the other seasons. By the way, spoilers for Hellgirl. Yeah. Like, this show is spoiler heavy. Yeah. We're... Doing an analysis of any show that we talk about. So, it's going to be a complete thing, hopefully. Mm -hmm. We're just, we're good. And, like, 
we aren't even sure if Hellgirl is like finished finished yet. We don't know if four if season four is the last season. Uh, yeah, which is the one that's know. out. So we're just gonna review season one because TVH it works perfectly well as its own story. And if it was yeah. it, it'd be fine. It'd be fine with it. Yeah, it's like how Sword Art Online should have ended at the first game. Just the and first game. They should have. They should have had everybody woken up in the hospital. Spoilers for Sword Art Online. <laughs> they should have had any, everyone in the hospital. It's wake not worth up. watching anyway. It's not worth watching anyway. They should have had everybody in the hospital wake up at the same time, and then an epilogue episode. Yeah. And that's it. And you don't need to do these all these time skips and stuff because the setting is good enough for you to explore different ideas within it. They have like four time skips in that show. Like, show yeah. them going floor oh by God. floor. Like, like do it like One Piece does. Like, show the different cultures and different ways that each floor works. Because they have their, like, own societies. Mm-hmm. They're trapped in the game for years. You don't think they're going to have different cultures and shit? Mm-hmm. Imagine how interesting that shit would have been. But no, we get, like, prepubescent, wish-fulfillment, like, harem orgy. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Every new arc has a new girl. And all of the old girls as well. Yes. Except the ones who die. Spoilers yeah. for Sword Art Online. <laughs> Fuck but Sword Art Online. Not a good Hell show. Girl. Sorry. Hellgirl. Yes. Um, some of the earlier episodes are the better ones. I agree with that. I think the first episode is good. Because yeah. fuck bullies. Yeah. Yeah. It... I like how episodic it can be so it will be all the different types of people that try to come in contact with her. Mm -hmm. Including the ones that want to extort the Hell Correspondents for their own needs. True. Isn't there like business mogul in one episode who like literally kills business rivals with the Hell Correspondents? She wants to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Um, the one with the dog and the vet being like a that one's bitch. so fucked up. She sent him to hell that is over a dog. So fucked up. And I would too for sharing. Like bitch, that honestly, I felt so bad for the little girl because she's fucked now. But fuck that veterinarian. Like what a bitch. Dude, if somebody if somebody had the ability to save Sharon, Sharon's my cat. Um, the love of my life, my cat. Um, (laughs) if there was an option to save her and somebody was just, couldn't be bothered because they were scheduling a golf meeting. That's a villain origin story. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd put his name in there. Worth it. Going to hell for Sharon. Yeah. Listen to Tempo by Lizzo, which Sharon... That's her song. That's her song. Like, yeah. uh, just imagine whenever Lizzo is singing and that Sharon's singing and that's the vibe that Sharon yeah. gives off pretty much perfectly. Um, but yeah, like apparently as the show goes on seasons wise, the episodes get more fucked up. Yeah, I was looking up like if anybody was talking about Hellgirl on YouTube and I saw it was, it was taped titled um oh it was titled like 
the most fucked up scene in Hellgirl. And mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. That was on my YouTube recommended as I was, as I looked up the opening. Wow. Mm-hmm. T. Yeah. Google just knows. <sighs> it really does. I wonder what it thinks about this podcast. I wonder if it thinks it's, uh, it's profitable. I don't know. We'll find out. Tune in to see if we sell out and become <laughs> envoys of Google for financial purposes. But yeah, like, <laughs> that's a cat. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I think, like, I forget, but I there are definitely some funny parts of this show. Yeah. You like, yeah. yeah. There's, oh my gosh, the episode where there's Hellboy, kind of. The magician, <laughs> dude. And the cosplayer? Yes. Yes. And he's like, he ruined my career. I want to send him to hell. And the people are just filming it. That is a total meme. And then I's like, you're a, f- you're a fuckwit. Go to yeah. hell. They have like a magic duel, I he's think. He's like, go to hell again. I've already been there once. That's like his, <laughs> that's like his thing. He's like... I've been to hell. I've been to hell and back. The adoptive daughter is trying to be the lead in the show, but her adoptive mother is... um, That one is fucked. She doesn't uh, pick her. She picks someone totally different. Oh my god. And... There's like a switcheroo, right? Yeah, so she gets the doll for her mom. Yeah. But then she's like, well, I don't need to go to hell to get my revenge. I'm going to go do it myself. Mm -hmm. And she gets her dudes to go take that girl's voice. And then that girl, of course, gets in cahoots with Hell Girl to Mm -hmm. get a doll. Yes. For the first bitch... And she pulls the string before the first bitch could pull pull the string. That is something that's really cool about this show, is that they have the premise at first, and they stick to it hard for, like, ten episodes. Mm -hmm. Then afterwards, they start doing crazy shit with it. People using the hell correspondence, doll switcheroos, accidental pullings of the doll. Mm -hmm. That one, that's fucked. Like, there are a few times in the show... I think that's one of the most fucked up episodes with, like, the couple or whatever... Or the friends that make up. Which one? I, I don't remember. There's like an episode where there's two friends. And they get in a fight over something. And one of them gets the doll. And then they like make oh, up. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And then like the They're doll. They're in like middle school. Yes. And then the doll gets pulled at the end. Even though like, they, they like made up. Yeah. And it's super because fucked up. Because the older <laughs> girl wants to get revenge on the girls who ditched yes. her. Yes. But... She, I don't know why that girl just didn't tell her that if, well, no, I think she did. Did she? I I can't remember if at the end of the episode she gets mad over something and pulls it anyway, or... Because the the taller girl pulls it for her. Yeah. She has, she says, it has to be me that pulls it. And she's like, okay, well then do it. I don't know why she doesn't say... This is, I got this for you. You you will go to hell. We can't use it. I have to give it back or something. Wow. Dang. And then she's like, I hope we'll be best friends in hell. They do say that. 
you and me. You and Best me. Friends in Best hell. friends in hell. But this show. In the middle, it's a bit rocky. There are some episodes that are just not good. That are boring as fuck. Yeah. Some episodes you just skip. There's one yeah. with like a politician, like a mayor. Yeah. That one's dumb as fuck. There is that one that is the poor man finds some finds out that the mayor did dealings with the <gasps> yes and like crime. killed his son or something or what is well, it or okay. shutting down this like retirement home and up with the criminal people to keep the retirement home open right oh so then, but fuck. he was going to blackmail him so i think his son the mayor's son like forced her dad to kill himself or something god yeah and that episode really puts it into perspective yes that pain is for you but even more pain will be will pop up if you do this yeah just furthering the cycle hell girl makes it clear from the start that like you really shouldn't do this yeah. It's not a good idea. But if you want to, I'm not going to stop you. Because yeah. I, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I get it, bitch. I know mm-hmm. about revenge. I know about wanting to burn the fuck out of your enemies. Yeah. So you can do this if you want. Just know, probably not a good idea. She's like, take it from me, bitch. I do this for <laughs> living. Take it from me. I know a little something about vengeance. Eyes <laughs> backstory is crazy. It's really good, actually. I think... Towards the end of the show, like, uh, of the of this season, anyway, which really can act as the whole show, in my opinion. Um, like, it could have ended here, and it's fine. I has her henchmen, right? But we're always thinking about, like, what, like, why she's doing this. Who is she? Like, where she's from and stuff. And the reveal that we get is that, goddamn, like, she was, I forget what exactly it was. Like, she was killed or something? Yeah, so... There, the village she grew up in had a tradition. Seven years, they would kill a seven-year-old girl. That's right. Yeah. And it was Eye's turn, but her cousin and her parents hid her away in the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they made it six years without nobody noti- knowing. But then her cousin fucked up in some way. And the whole village found out. Yeah. So they killed I's parents, put them in the in the hole that they dug. They killed them in a very brutal way, too. But I is still alive. Yeah. And she is then buried alive by her cousin. Who betrays her. Who is then and betraying she, her. And she swears vengeance on his entire bloodline. Yeah. Like, literally. And all, every single person that was there and didn't help her. Yes. Because the villagers were so superstitious. They were like, oh, all this bad stuff is happening. What happened? Like, we we gave the mountain its sacrifice. Like, mm-hmm. what, what happened? And then I, I think, like, comes back and kills them all, right? Yeah, she burns that whole village to the ground, but 
Her cousin has already left. Yes. Because he is too disgraced. So she's low-key hunting his ass down at all times. Like, wondering, like, where his descendants are and shit. And then... Early on. Yeah. Because in the... Some of the later episodes, before we find out that the reporter dude and his daughter are relatives of her cousin... Those are side characters in the story, by the way. Like, they're people investigating who I is and all of the hell correspondent shit. And they sometimes get involved in the incidents mm-hmm. and like, it's this reporter guy and his daughter who are really likable. Actually. I liked both of them. I didn't want anything bad happen to them. They were likable. The, the dude's name is Hajime. Yeah. And the girl's name. What is her name? Yeah, look it up. Dang. It's hurting my brain. It's like actually hurting my brain. Let me see. Sorry, this is an important Google search. Yes, it is vital. We need to know. Oh my god, it's on, it's in my eyelids, I swear. Oh my god, I actually just got redirected. I mean, I was right there. This is the thrilling content. Hajime daughter. Hell girl. Sugumi. Sugumi. Oh my god. That's it. That's her fucking name. Hajime and Sugumi. Um, They're both looking for Hell Girl. And they're involved in like, I want to say the last ten episodes. And it comes to a head in the ending of season one. Where we start to find out the backstory of Hell Girl. And there's like this shrine that we get, that we go to. Mm -hmm. And the shrine was actually made by, um... Hellgirl's Hell cousin. cousin who betrayed her and she wants to burn down the shrine and everyone in it and also uh, kill Hajime and Sugume who are revealed to be ancestors of descendants descendants of Hellgirl's cousin yes what was his name what was the cousin's name <sighs> I gotta check fuck it now <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't. Oh, it's her name is I Enma. I Oto is from Wonder Egg Priority. <laughs> it's I Enma. Centauru. Centauru. Centauro. 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 That's his name. Centauro is is her cousin. Centauro is the one who did all this shit. So they're descendants of Centauro. Yes. And she's like pissed at them, and she actually tries to kill them. Yeah, full like, on, full on, like, like magic, full power, super fucking mad, tries to kill him. And her own assistants are like, yeah, her Dude, henchmen were like, Dude, stop, bro, you're gonna get in trouble, dog. Like, just chill out because there's like a spider bitch or something that yeah. is her boss. And it's this is like against like her code of conduct, dude. It's against contract. Yeah, they yeah. haven't pulled any strings, so she can't do anything. Well, she's right. not supposed to do it. Because it was the first anime that you and I ever watched together. Yeah, that's why it had to be the first episode. That we talked about, yes. And we've been having this tradition ever since, like, 2020 high school together. Yeah. And then we distance because people lie about things. Yeah. Or there's some misunderstandings or something like that. But we reconnected. And yeah. now we watch anime together. And this was the first one. 
at the moment, I'm watching Coquillas. Yes, which Aaron has never, I've seen, never seen before. Yeah. Oh my god, you! I'm so excited for later. Yeah, because I've I've introduced not only Nathan but like everyone around me. I've introduced them into some form of anime. Mm-hmm. I. Y'all just wait for the Oron High School Host Club episode. Oh my god, we are gonna freak out. I have never watched that before. We're gonna have tea to snack on? Yes, it's gonna be a fine... Oh my god. It's gonna be a fine... Jeez. There's a cat here now, guys. Chucky, come here. This is Chucky. But yeah, the Oron High School Host Club episode, it's going to be amazing. We're going to have, like, the finest English desserts. And oh, yes. yes. We're going to have fancy tuna. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone in power who is currently listening to this podcast, like if you're the leader of a country or something like that, or you have a ridiculous amount of money, uh, please renew Oron High School Host Club for season two, you know? Yes. Just throw, like, $3 million at it. Like, you'll yeah. make a lot of money, I promise. We need it. We need it to happen. Before this earth is ruined by global warming and humanist expansion, we need it or in high school host club season two. Yes. <laughs> How loud was that for all of you? He's a good boy. He is. He's good. Chucky is one of four cats. That exist uh, in our lives. I have not gotten... Um, a cat yet, but I am thinking about it. You know where kittens are. Yeah. Calvin and Stacy. Um, Chucky was just rubbing his tail on the microphone. I apologize. guesting in the next episode that we do which will be about Death Note yes Yes. and that will be exciting because Death Note uh, is very gay yes which their Hellgirl does not discriminate in their stories yeah there's a lot of variety in who gets who has bad things happen to them in the show yeah that's true um but back to, like, the ending of, of season one. So, after, like, they get attacked initially by Hellgirl, we find out, like, the full context of the backstory. And in the last episode, um, which I recommend you watch inebriated in the way of your choosing, because that's how <laughs> me and Aaron watched it, uh, how, and how I watched it for the first time. And Hellgirl makes a choice not to kill them, even though she really wants to and let go of her hatred, but not fully because she burns the fuck down out of the shrine. Yes. And everyone in it. And everyone in it. She does kill everyone in that shrine and destroy it. And like when I saw that and the music swelled and I was very inebriated at that time, I did cry. Like full on sob. Yeah. It was so sad. It was extremely emotional for just so many different reasons. Like there's so much symbolism there because Hellgirl both releases her rage by burning down the shrine 
and doesn't let it go because that would be unrealistic. She's held this grudge for so long, she wouldn't just let it go, right? Mm -hmm. She's still fucking pissed. But she spares them, which is very hard for her to do. Yeah, because they are his descendants. Yes. And distant family. Yes. Actually, how it works is that um, Hajime and Sugume are probably Ai's great, great nephew. And great, 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 uh, niece. Niece, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That is whack. Or something like that. What yeah. one of you? One of you, gene, family tree nerds, uh, figure out how people the are connected. The lineage. The lineage nerds, yeah. People like study the war. Uh, the War of the Roses in college, you would know that shit. You have to know so many unimportant family connections for, to make that war make sense historically. But yeah, I full on sobbed, and I do not cry at things, even very sad things. The visual effect, it was also very well animated. It was extremely beautiful, and the music also got to me. Yeah. Yeah. All of it combined, it was like, wow. Damn. This girl's being stalked by this dude and he keeps calling her keeps calling her they change their numbers she changes her emails he sends her gifts and um they like work with the police for like over a year and we learn through a key point that the police chief who's in charge of the case is the stalker I remember that. Because he has the little key, the cat keychain. Oh my god, that's right. Oh, that episode was, that was traumatic. Yeah. Ugh. And when she realizes it, she's like, oh my fucking god. Better twist than Erased had, honestly. I haven't finished Erased. I know... Don't even look at me. Wow. I watched like I four episodes of it. What? Yeah. It only has like 12 or something. Yeah, but you didn't even get to the good one. The good episodes I yet. know. It was just so, so boring, I guess. <laughs> Maybe wow. I just wasn't. We are making enemies with this first episode. Wow. Okay. Aaron hates a race. I I never I said just, that. I just I know I am I am gaslighting. Oh my god! You heard it here first, everybody. I'm gaslighting. One thing that Hajime and Sugumi try to do is to talk people out of going through with sending people to hell. Yeah. But almost always they fail. Like something. And it's a bit of a happens. bummer. Somehow, sometimes Sugumi has to be like, "Hey, Dad, like." I know that that girl got sent to hell, and it's a bit of a bummer, but, like, we need to keep going. Yeah. Just get over it. Let's go. Well, even, like, so she doesn't get got? <sighs> yeah, I remember that. That's that's what, That was an interesting twist in the formula. Using the doll as a method of self-defense. That was in the, the Stalker episode as well. Yeah. And like, one they of didn't the want to pull it, but they had to, or else yeah. they were going to die. Yeah, either die right then... Or go to hell later when you die. Interesting choice. I don't think I could ever 
pull string. I don't think they do either. I, I just, I, I do not enjoy the idea of hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Even as a theoretical concept. I don't want to burn for all of eternity. It's also like, it's also interesting because it's like, hmm, if, if God is like all good, then why would he create a place of infinite suffering where people that don't even deserve it go? But that's a topic for another time. <laughs> and one thing Hellgirl does do is, in season one is people, whenever she gives the spiel about if you pull the string, the person will go to hell, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And if, when you go, to, when you die, you will also go to hell. Yes. And they're like, me go to hell? I'm a good person, though. And honestly, I'm just trying to send somebody else to hell. I asked you with so many Karens. And then, um, some of them are like, that doesn't sound that bad. Like, just simple, not really wood, but, like, kind of like a leaf, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, leaf container. And they pull off the lid, and he is in there, and he has somehow contorted his body in a way to where he is, like, a perfect spiral, and he's dead inside Oh, my there. God. Like, let me show you the picture of it. And other crazy things happen, like, uh, like this, that happens. Whoa. Yeah, like, the, the idea is that the, a shape, the mm-hmm. spiral, oh, here it is, yeah. Apologies about the dog barking, if you can hear it. Yeah, that's Sadie. That's Sadie. She, uh, she thinks she has a job to bark at every leaf that moves. I'm sorry, this is so off topic, but I really want to show, um, Aaron, this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he, it is a wood container, actually, and he is just spun into a spiral, and it's really horrifying, but that, but how I think that relates to Hell Girl is that the, I think the depictions of Hell are kind of like that, like, they're, like, body horror, really, like, terrible... Because, like, Eastern depictions of hell are no joke. Yeah, no. Western depictions of hell are, like, baby. Eastern depictions are really scary. Honestly. And the Japanese, in particular, had very creative ways of killing people. (laughs) Along with the Chinese. I forget which one it is, but one of them came up with a death by a thousand cuts. Mm. Do you know what that is? I've heard of that. I gotta look it up. We're talking about torture. It's fine. There's also a number of Hellgirl episodes that once the person sends the person, sends the other person to hell, they expect their life to be better, but it's the exact same. (laughs) That's rough, buddy. Like, the one where the poor girl marries into that family who has the dolls the mm-hmm. old woman makes the dolls yeah so she sends that was a creepy old, episode she sends the woman to hell but then her husband who she thought was the good one is actually has the same ideals as his grandma mm-hmm. as, well as his mom yeah and she's like wow i'm gonna go to hell and i'm gonna suffer my entire life for eternity for eternity it's rough dude um, I don't know if we're gonna watch more Hell Girl. I don't know. I really haven't decided yet. I think there are other anime that are more important. I have it all on DVD because my dad bought it when he was overseas. Even like, like two, three, and four. 
Yeah, they're not in English, though. They're all in Japanese. Mm. I don't think those seasons got an English dub. Yeah. The English dub is okay. It's fine. The English dub is pretty good. Not gonna lie. It is very nostalgic as well. It's good. Yeah. I think, like, there's some dubbing problems, like, with the pacing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I think it's okay. I think the performances are okay. Um, also, in, in like the later seasons, apparently the henchmen get more detailed backstories. Yeah, you get backstories of all of them and yeah. how they all meet. Mm-hmm. Like, what order the gang gets together. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting the <laughs> gang back together. Thinking it's superb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to review Phineas and Ferb, Aaron? Oh when are we going to talk about it? Phineas and Ferb. I... Have you seen the anatomical skeleton of Phineas? Yeah, it's And his triangle creature-like skull. (laughs) His eye sockets are huge. They're so big. (laughs) It's so scary. I have to look that up now. Really, this episode just turned into like a horror conversation. (laughs) We talked about torture. We talked about Uzumaki. Now we're talking about Phineas's skull shape. I mean, it's scary. And his, like, no- nasal cavity? Oh my god. I'm looking it up. Wow. Um, yeah. That's horrifying. Yes! Literally! <laughs> his eye sockets are gigantic. Yeah. That is so... It's horrifying. He would have such... He would have amazing sense of smell. I don't know if his lungs would be capable of really taking advantage of... Because imagine, like, with your current lungs, forcing air through, like, a hole that's, like, this big. That's how big his nose hole is. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Also, how does that work with, like, your throat? Is it, like, is the entrance is like this and it's, like, a funnel still? Because normally, like, your sinuses are smaller than your throat. Yes, they are. I imagine, like, he get hiccups a lot. Because so much air is going into his diaphragm. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Little triangle. Little little triangle, man. Uh, Anklet, that's all I know. This one of Ferb's skull is pretty disturbing. Wait, Ferb? Yeah. Like, look look at that. Oh my god. Ew. Yeah, I don't even know. Hellgirl had, um, this one villain who... (sighs) I feel like Hellgirl had one episode where somebody was like really vain yeah and yeah. then she was forever gonna look old and decrepit mm-hmm. for the, her entire time in hell yeah oh my gosh oh my gosh the mama mafia episode where the new mom in town sees the head mom bitch messing around with the delivery guy 
Oh, that's right. And that she, they both have a daughter the same age. Yes. And the boss mom daughter. That was one of the first great episodes. Yeah. The boss mom daughter was then in charge of bullying her daughter at school. Oh and she my was like, God. it smells like gyoza. <laughs> it smells like gyoza. And then the, the daughter of the new mom, she's like, who's talking about me? Who's talking about my food? <laughs> who's shit talking me? Who is it? Who canceled me? It's just the group of three bitches of the apartment complex that they live in or whatever. <laughs> and then it, they're just mini versions of their moms. Chucky is here again. Chucky came back. But sometimes it's like, heck yeah. Oh, Chucky, stop. Chucky! Go somewhere. You cannot be right there. Did Chucky turn off the podcast? No. Okay. But yeah, I enjoyed watching this show. It was good. Some people are like, yeah, you deserve it. Yeah. So I, I think it's really interesting that towards the beginning, everyone who goes to hell really has it coming. Yeah. And as it goes on, it gets more and more morally questionable. True. That is that I is think there's something. one episode where someone gets sent to hell, and it's like, he did a bad thing, but did he really deserve to go to hell forever? There was one episode like that. It was the, was the one where the mayor's son killed yes. the dad. And it was like, dude, like, so many other people got, like, were homeless now mm-hmm. because the mayor disappeared. And he was the one keeping it open. And it was like, dude, I know he was your dad, but, like, so many other people were affected. Yes. Like, the the pros, the cons way, way... Outnumbered the pros Outnumbered the pros. Yeah. And it's like... And he was willing to go to her and apologize. Yeah. Like, he knew he did a bad thing, but he did it for the, for the good of the majority. And when you see the end of that episode, it just kind of leaves you with a taste in your mouth, like, shit. Like... That was... That's fucked. There's also that one episode where somebody sends a random nurse to hell. Right. You, you don't even know why. You never know why. It's never revealed. The dude, they find him drunk, like dead drunk. And then Hajime has like a snap with Sugumi and he's like, Do you think Hell Girl is doing the right thing now, Sugumi? Yeah, and he just, like, like yell at his dude, own daughter a lot. She's, like, seven. She's having a little, like, a bit of a hard time understanding this moral quandary. Yeah. Like. Because yeah. up until this point, all the cases that they were involved with were with pretty Helga, black and white. They were pretty black and white. The one, epi- one episode that I remember distinctly that had you shook was the Circus Twins. <gasps> oh God! Oh God! That episode. The abused twin. Oh didn't God! Didn't send her abuser to hell. She sent her sister to hell. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I realized it at the last second. It was like, oh, shit. <laughs> because Hajime got a hold of him, and he was like, you're in danger. Like, someone's trying to send you to hell. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And while they're arguing, hell girl magic, whatever, some arms grab the bitch through the mirror, God. and she's gone. Yeah, it's fucked. That is really fucked up. And, I love that episode. And the, like the torturing before they go onto the boat mm-hmm. and the woman henchman mm-hmm. um, she's like how could you let that happen to your sister and the twin is like she deserved it she deserved everything yeah. she got and I was like oh my god and when you watch Hell Girl at first you're like man this is such, like... This is kind of unrealistic. People aren't like this, right? And then you meet some of them who yeah. are like that. Yeah. Who do horrible things to other people and believe that they deserved it. Like, for no reason. Another thing about Hellgirl, visual-wise, the animation is really good in the aspect of... It's an anime, but it doesn't look like regular anime. It yeah. looks more like it looks realistic. Good. It looks good. realistic Yeah. Because all the eyes are not, like, super big. There are better anime mm-hmm. visually, but the art style is really good. Yeah. yeah. I think the animation is okay. The art style is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the opening and the ending. The opening is so good. Yeah. The, <sighs> en- the ending's just kind of like, you're vibing out right now. After you just watch <laughs> someone get sent to hell. But the opening is like, it's kind of good. We were singing it at the beginning very badly, as I'm sure you don't remember at all. Uh, yeah. Because we're very good singers, and it was flawless. Um, anime it's just opening like, slap all together. It's just a fact. Here, here's something for you. The opening of Hell Girl and the song Betty by Taylor Swift have exactly the same energy. I'm sorry to let you know this. Okay. Okay. You don't believe me now. I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm not familiar with Betty by Taylor Swift. It is a song about gay. So. <laughs> it's about. It's a song about. Is it emo? A little bit. Okay, because the Hell Girl opening has a very emo vibe. It is pretty emo. It's it's emo in like the uplifting way. Like it's crazy. Well, yeah, it takes you on a roller coaster. So does like. Car- because Betty relates back to the song earlier on the album, Cardigan. Okay. And if you listen to both those songs, it has the same vibe. Okay. Just trust me. <laughs> Amos Swifty. Actually, I'm not. I'm, I'm <laughs> only, like, recently introduced to Taylor's music. It's, it was a good show. I think there are better shows, but there's some parts of Hell Girl that are just fantastic. And I, I recommend it. I think you should watch it. Yeah. I think it's... I don't think a lot of people have seen it. I think it's slightly niche. Right. But I think it's pretty, like, you don't have to, like, sit and think about, like, a whole lot with Hellgirl. Because some some of the episodes are like, this person is a bitch. They get what they deserve. It is also very satisfying to see those bitches get what they deserve. Because yeah. fuck them. Especially the vet. 
the vet, the bully girl who stole the money. Yeah. The, the aunt who's going to kill the, her niece. Yeah. Um, I the, think... one of the weirder episodes that uh, I felt like didn't really need to be in there. Mm-hmm. It really didn't need to be there was the Nina one, the doll. Yeah. What the fuck was that about? I didn't think Nina had anything to do with, like, the backstory or the plot, and it Mm -hmm. was just in there just to be in there, I guess, to be like, whoa, plot twist, it's a doll that crumbles when you pick it up. (sighs) That's crazy. Chucky's purring right now, because I'm petting him. The cats are usually not allowed in the podcast. Chucky is is guesting today. He's a guest star on the podcast. As long as I just don't jump on the shelves, that would be ideal. But (sighs) they are kitty kitties, and they like to jump on high things. I think when you have four cats in here, it's going to happen at least one time. Basmati's going to be the one to jump on the shelves. Dude, I let Papa in here, and immediately jumped on to this first shelf. <laughs> and I was like, Padfoot, get the fuck off of it. <laughs> the, yeah, then you kicked out. Boom. That's it. Yeah, you're done. You're you done. Chucky for... has behaved himself. Yeah. He's only looking at the high surfaces in interest. He hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. He's like, why are you sitting in here? What are you doing in this room? The answer... Is being I really wanted to cosplay. I, when I was so young, mm-hmm. I wanted her outfits. I wanted my dad help was trying to help me find a black kimono mm-hmm. that I could customize, put flowers on like her kimono has. She has two primary fits. Yeah. Her her like material world fit, which is like a schoolgirl uniform. I think. Yeah, like a middle school schoolgirl uniform. And then she has her, like, hell tourist guide pick. Like, fit. <laughs> fit. Pick. It's like... So, uh, I forgot, we have to mention this. Every episode, she... Whenever they pull the string, she has to get ready. Yeah, there's a gr- get ready with me montage. Yeah, there's like a magical girl power-up montage. Like, she, she bathes in the water... And she, like, puts on her under kimono and then puts on her badass, like... Moving kimono? Yes. Like in Genko... What is that anime? Hmm? Uh, it's, it's the one that's, like, the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> I do Genkutsuo? That's on the list. We'll watch that one. But it's kind of like that color effect, if you know what I'm talking about. But, uh... But, yeah, that happens, like, every episode. It's fantastic. And she also has a chariot with, like, a face on it. Yeah, so that's the old man. Yes. He turns into one the of her henchmen can transform into the into the chariot. He is also the doll. Once they pull the string, yes. then he's released because it's well, all his... three of them can become dolls. Yes, but he's the main one. He's the main guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the other two. They become dolls if they need to do a They're doll. They're more like real world intermingling, making sure yeah. everything goes right. That's true. But yeah, any more thoughts on Hell Girl season 1? I think that's it. 
The opening is bomb. The overline, over, overarching morality of Hellgirl. Mm-hmm. Interesting implications. Questionable. Yes. Because um, even though Hellgirl is like hundreds of years old now, she still has the mindset of a teenager. I'm just a hurt little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next week is Death Note. It's gonna be yeah. cool. Tune in. Yeah.